today we have special guest mike north coming on the show uh i mean it was probably the best interview in quite a while that we've had uh sorry max and ricky uh <laughs> i mean i'm sorry but uh mike what did you think shout out mike here's our uh here's our co-host didn't even introduce you i'm a scumbag yeah, that's fucked up whatever uh, everyone knows me by now i need no introduction true true um no no he was he was great i mean he's probably one of those guys you can sit at the bar at dinner with and just he can tell you stories for days and right like he could have kept talking at the beginning of it like i struggled saying anything so i just wanted to hear him talk more and uh yeah he so he was he was great have him on anytime so Oh, yeah, definitely will be a reoccurring guest, and uh, it'll be fun. But you know what else is fun, Mike? What? Winning? Uh, the Chicago Sky tickets. Yes, it is. Yes. Do, you know where, do you know where you could uh, get discounted Chicago Sky tickets? I heard about this scumbag on Twitter named Mikey Betts. He's got hmm. the codes for the people. Yeah. And you're going to get a discount. Ain't that the truth? So, uh, like Mike said very creepily, if you guys use the promo code MikeyB, you guys can get discounted Chicago Sky tickets. That's right. Go see your defending champs uh, play and defend the championship right now. Hopefully, they can make a little repeat. Candace Parker is a stud. So, yeah, use promo code MikeyB, and you can get discounted Chicago Sky tickets. That being said, yeah, great one. Uh not really a lot that went on this week. This weekend we had golf. Max Homa won the the, the tournament, so shout out Max Homa. I'm not a big golf guy. Biggest upsets in uh, horse racing history. Yeah, I want to talk about that. I do want to talk about Rich Strike, but I'm not a big golf guy, so I never realized how big the payouts were. Oh, it's insane! And holy the, the, fuck, the difference. Like, if you're not in the top three, I mean, you still make a lot of money, but it's yeah, way, way less. And oh, even yeah. Like, Second place is an insane difference. Right. Yeah. So I think Max won $1.6 million. It was a $9 million purse. Max won $1.6 million. And the rest, like, it divvied down. So there was, like, like the lowest player, I think it was the top 60, top 65 made cash. The 65th player, 64th or something like, like that, I think it is. Right? That. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I was just in a golf tournament, Mike. Do you remember oh. that? Yeah, yeah, golf. Yes, you were in a golf tournament. Yeah. Did you win? Um, I won a closest to the pin on one hole. Mm. I won 20 bucks for that. Um, but one of the guys in my foursome, shout out to Diego, he took second place. Uh, he won some cash. So 
So that's pretty cool. Now with the purse, do they all put money in? Is that how yeah. it works? Yeah, we it's uh, we do a hundred bucks a guy, and then divvy it up at the end. And then, uh, yeah, it was t- there were like six proxies they're called. So like longest drive, longest putt, and closest to the pin. There were six of those. And uh, another guy in my foursome, Angel, won two longest drives, a closest to my dad, who was our fourth guy, won a longest putt, and I won the longest another closest too so we cleaned up on that okay nice good shit dude they should um, do they should have way more like side betting and stuff and and also like i played i played two rounds on friday a round on saturday and two rounds on sunday so that's five rounds of golf and like that's like they play the pros play thursday friday saturday sunday so they play four rounds and they walk it and I was dead for, and I was hard. I couldn't imagine. Like, it's super Walking under. It, dude. That's crazy. And they're like, their par fives are like six hundred yards. Like our pi, our, they're walking way further distances too. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. A, get them golf carts, make it go faster, and add some fun bets like longest drive and stuff. Are we gonna Are we gonna do a Mikey Betts outing and like do a little golfing? Oh, we should do a Mikey Betts outing, yeah. Big, big golf guy. Not really, but I like golf. It's fun. I just like I like getting drunk with boys. That's that's basically what it is. I like I like drinking and laughing. Yeah, we went outside. To, we went to a, a Wisconsin dive bar karaoke night. Love it, love it. it. I wish we had a camera crew there, and it and just talk to all these people. A guy. Actually, a guy at the bar, I was talking to him for a little while. He was a fullback in 1967 for Notre Dame, and then he got drafted. Uh, I forget who he got drafted by. And then I think he, by the end of the night, he was trying to fuck me. So That's cool. No, no, that's awesome. In 67, yeah. he was a, okay, so he's got to be disgustingly he's, old. Yeah, oh, he was very old, and his wife had recently died. He was telling me about that. Mm. Uh, he was telling me about that while he was gently caressing my lower back. And you, you like, took it, though, because he's a 67 Notre Dame alumni, right? Yeah, I was like, oh. The, at first, I was like, oh, this guy's like, he wants to be my friend. And I was like, oh, this guy wants to be way more than friends. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Kind of, kind of scared. Was your wife there? No, it was a guy's trip. We were golfing. Oh, oh guy's night. Sorry, guy's trip. <laughs> in lake geneva with the- yeah i mean i just just gotta ask because it's kind of maybe he thought you were gay did you give off gay vibes because sometimes mike uh yeah for sure okay for sure cool. I, I i just finished singing toto by africa um, oh oh come on yeah my lips on ymca yeah my lips were moist and my body was rotty no 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 sweat oh. i was thinking maybe Dive dive bars are the best. Okay, I'll always say that forever and always. But dive bars with karaoke. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? It, it dive, dive bars in Wisconsin with karaoke. It's it's like the triple threat. Uh, it's probably one of the greatest things in the world. I went to. I can't even say the name of the one bar that we went to in Wisconsin Dells, but I'm pretty sure everybody who's been to that bar knows what bar I'm talking about. <laughs> it's disgusting. 
but it's a it's a great bar. So shout it's out to that fabulous. the bar that I can't name because it's literally a like an offensive word. You can't even say it. So just can't say it. <laughs> even I, I can't say it. So you know that's know. bad. If we're not saying oh, yeah, you know um, what I'm talking about. Can we all listen to Mike Norris yeah. and enjoy the show? No, I want to talk about something before. Because oh. it's, it's been on my mind. Uh, I feel like the listeners need to know. It's a little concerning. I'm a little concerned for you. Okay. Uh, we had a conversation earlier today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sent you a link. I wanted to talk about how this family came home from vacation to 100 birds in their house. Okay? Well, I don't want to, I'm not opening that, and I don't want to talk about it. We okay. We need you to get over your fear and talk about these birds. Everyone who knows me knows me well. Knows that I don't fuck with birds. They're first of all, they have the upper hand. They're up there. I'm down here. If they want to come down, and if I want to go up there, I can't. So they win. Um, and then. I have the whole theory on pigeons, which I talked to you about briefly today. Um, Basically, it all comes down to one question. Uh, Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? No, until I Googled pictures. Right. So there's that debate. That's just just, um, government. That's big, big news, big, all that bullshit that you're, they feed stupid people like you and you just buy it so pigeon mail yeah not not a thing no pigeon mail is a thing so if you if you want i can finish my point um yeah so finish that point so there aren't so pigeons everyone you know has seen a pigeon especially people like us i live i live in chicago i can go outside i'll look at a pigeon right now probably another thing seen a lot of in chicago are rats see rats all over the place right rats and pigeons their bodies are pretty similar sizes if you look if you get rid of the wings right Right. so you never seen a baby pigeon why is that you ask because a rat dies goes to hell because they're disgusting and evil creatures too the devil gives him his wings, sends him back on earth to be his little spy. So now you got all these pigeons all over the place and they're just devil spies. And that's why they were carrier pigeons because the devil was sending them, getting all his information. You know, he's not above us looking down, seeing everything we're doing like God. He's below. He's got got to get his information a little bit more crafty. So he uses pigeons, carrier pigeons. So what do you have to say about war pigeons? I mean, war is the root of all evil, many may say. And what's Some more evil? Say, Some might say that, yeah. And there's nothing more evil than the devil, pal. So, yeah. You're, yeah. Uh-huh. So pigeons are rats. Rats are pigeons. Pigeons are rats who have died and resurrected. That's why you see pigeons, like, moving their necks. They got crazy eyes. Makes They're sense. Just, yeah, I mean, I can't really debate with you there. I just feel like it's a little irrational. But after sure. everything that you're explaining, I mean, and you gave like the the, the most symbolic or no, uh, you gave mm-hmm. the equivalent to an Anthony, uh, Alex Jones kind of explanation. 
So, uh, sure, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You big, you big Alex Jones guy? Yeah, sure. I liked him when he was on the uh, the Redskins. Dude, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, real quick, right before we have him on, uh, we uh, we bring on Mike. Uh, we have to talk about the NBA playoffs. All right. So, for real quick, I think the Celtics are going to take it. I know the Bucks um, are the Bucks, but I think the Celtics are still going to take it. I think they might just win four two, and then yeah, hot shot, Mike. Uh, and then I also think that the Suns are still going to pull away, but Chris Paul might go to jail for threatening a minor. Right. Yeah. So. Would you rather oh, no, yeah. win a ring or beat up a child? I'd rather see him go to jail for beating up a child. Right. Okay. Good. No, I'm actually, glad. no. No, no, I'd rather see him, like, beat the child up, make it to the finals, only to get arrested right before the first game of the finals. Ooh, what if he beats up the child, wins the finals, and then he's out celebrating, the kid comes on court and beats him up? Oh, my God. That would be hilarious because he did win a ring, but it doesn't count because you got your ass whooped by a 15-year-old. <laughs> that little kid, right. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Makes sense. That's what's going to happen. Okay. Um, Embiid uh, got robbed. So, shout out my Philly fans. Embiid got robbed. That stinks. Sorry. Shout out Jokic. Shout out Jokic. I mean, the Jokic two times, back to back. Making fat, pudgy white dudes think that there's a chance for everybody that's yeah. that thing where, why are you riding right now yeah everybody <laughs> everybody like uses that example like i don't know like kids that'll get held back in school nothing getting wrong with, nothing wrong with getting held back in school but like you know the parents would be like well albert einstein was held back you know my <laughs> thing is gonna be like well nikola Jokic was an mvp so why can't i be it's gonna be the equivalent <laughs> yeah basically so, uh, no Mikey Betts mailbag today. So that sucks, but it's all right because we have a great interview right now. <laughs> What'd you say, Punk? No, nothing, man. You're doing, no, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bulls. All right. 427. All right, let's get into it. So, here we go. And you know what? We'll do it one more time. Before we do get into this ad, make or this interview, go sure buy, check out. Watch the WNBA. Yeah, Support. and don't be, yeah, don't be that. Oh well, men, women don't get paid enough as men. Well, go fucking support them. Go they're watch them play. Fault. You're the reason that they're not getting paid that much. If you really believe in equality, go buy yeah. these tickets and use the promo code Mikey B. Book it. So there you go. Now let's get into this interview with Mr. Mike North. All right, guys, and for our next guest, we have uh, an anchor in sports radio, Chicago legend, Mike North. He joins the show. What's up, Mike? What's going on? The, the two mics. What's happening, fellas? It's good to be on with you. I've been trying to get on with you for a long time, Mike, and we finally hook up. Hey, we made it work. Yeah, I saw you guys, I saw you on with uh, Eddie and, and Dave and them. I was like, dude, we got to get Mike out of here. It's been a little too long, so we'll make it work. Those guys treated me great. They treated me like a king. The Barstool guys, Carl, Eddie, all the guys over there. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start picking this stuff up because it was a good time. I'm going to be on with you guys. Hell with it. Hell yeah. We'll make it work. 
So uh, we'll, let's start off with it. Uh, let's, for the listeners who don't know, Mike, uh, he basically revolutionized Chicago sports radio, sports radio in general. Uh, the guy that wasn't Mr. Uh, yes Man to all the, to the producers, to the main guys, to the suits, you call them, to the guys with, oh, please don't say that on the air. Uh, jag off is a bad word. And so, you know what? What he does is he create words like <laughs> jag bag, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, Mike, let's just talk about how you started out and, and where you are today. Well, you know, I mean, basically, 1992, I uh, did it, and I uh, we started a, uh, excuse me, uh, a station called The Score. And it was revolutionary. Revolutionary because I had told the owner at the time who came into my hot dog stand and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to start a jazz station. I go, jazz? That's going to get you like five customers. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know what? Why don't you try sports? And to make a long story short, he went and investigated he had wxrt he did that um format and he put music and sports in the same building so you had a bunch of music people you know i'd run into robert plant walking through the hall to promote an album or tina turner and then sammy souls is walking down the hall uh because it was the first sports station you know uh put in chicago at the time so uh, it's been 30 years since uh, that happened. I've been with Fox Sports Radio. I'm with ESPN 1000 now with Carmen DeFalco with the Odds Couple, uh, which was to me uh, the cherry on the Sunday because you, you, I never thought I'd be at ESPN, but I did my handicap and I did well. They noticed it, and I'm very thankful to be doing that show. So everything's going good. I got no. Complaints, I'm finally on with you guys, for God's sake. Man. We make it work. Hell yeah. So let's talk about the hot dog business. I know uh, you're okay. doing your hot dog stand, which is awesome. I got uh-huh. a, uh, another another show with Frank the Tank from Barstool. He's, uh, he does all the right. hot dog reviews. So I, I'm kind of interested. What made you want to start getting into hot dogs and, and start a hot dog stand and all that? Well, I was working. I was working for the city. I was working for the park district and I was picking paper. I was like cleaning the parks. I was uh, uh, throwing out the trash. And I told BB, I said, B, my wife, I said, you know, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. It looks like, cause I was a high school dropout. And uh, she said, well, why don't we uh, try opening a business? I go, well, what, what business could we open? And she took nutrition of all things at Loyola university in Mundelein. And, uh, and uh, she goes, why don't we open a hot dog stand? And I said, man, I don't know. You think we could do that? She goes, I know we could do it. And, you know, we opened up one hot dog stand. And, and at the time, we bought it in a bankruptcy sale. I mean, the lady, we gave her like, and this is 1977. We gave her like 5,000 bucks. And then we. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that at that time was nothing. But we sold it, which at that time. Three years later for 40000 That was something to us because we were still very young. Then we opened another one and then another one. Had a couple carts, one in the athletic field, which is right on Addison and the Kennedy. If you go to Wrigley Field, you go by it all the time where the L stop is. We had yeah. a dynamite cart there at, Addison, at, at, at athletic field and had another cart at Kosciuszko Park, which is on Diversi 
and around Cicero, I believe, or Pulaski, excuse me, Pulaski. So that's how I originally got into the business. So when I, 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 you know, people tell me to go back to the hot dog stand like it's a bad thing. It was my bread and butter for 16 years. So it's a very honorable business. A lot of people do it. I sold hot dogs at Wrigley Field before that and at, at Comiskey Park when it was Comiskey Park when taking the L in 1968 was taking your life in your own hands, believe me. Uh, the L wasn't right next door to Comiskey Park at that time. It was four blocks away, east on uh, 35th. So you'd get off, and during 68, guys, we had some racial problems in Chicago. And, uh, you know, I was the I was the 16-year-old, 17-year-old white kid walking down the street. And uh, it, taught, it taught me a lot. I grew up a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, I'm up on the floor one night, and I hear Chet Kopic on the air, and I tell BB one night, I go, Man, I know he's a good guy and he knows what he's doing, but he'll blast somebody and then he'll bring that guy on and kiss his ass. I said, you know, that's not the way you got to be. You got to be straight up. Mm-hmm. I go, I know I could do this. So then I broke her time for three years, which is like, which was then like podcast and only had to pay a ton. I mean, $300 a week, 200 for the time for an hour and 100 for my producer. So that was 300, but I brought in all sorts of advertising from the people that came in my hot dog stand. So I made it work. That's what you do. My family, we were in the hot dog business. We were beefs and hot dogs at beef on Grand Chicago. Oh, there you go. That was uh, my grandpa's place. And then my dad ran it when my grandpa passed. And then uh, I managed it for a few years when I was like high school, getting out of high school. I was a college dropout. And then, uh, yeah, boy. Uh huh. I, I got, you, uh, did you, uh, did you make your own beef? Did you guys make your own beef or did you get it? Did you get it delivered? We made our own beef with Sterling Butt. We had our own beef recipe. We made our own beef. Huh. We made, made our, our own beef. We made garden there. It's, uh, oh, yeah. It's, that's, I miss it every day. <laughs> well, you know, we still, we had a party. Um, and we re- had, when we used to have contests at our hot dog stand, you know, Super Bowl squares and everything else, we'd have people put their addresses and names down. And we had a party once I made it with the score. And I had a huge party on, at my house. And I just invited the customers from my hot dog stand. And uh, we, we had 200 people there. We had Vienna hot dog carts. We had champagne. We had the whole ball wick. Because without those people, I wouldn't have made it to the next step. The hot dog business, as you know, my friend, Mike, it's a young man's game, man. I, yeah. 16, 17 hours a day, baby. Six hey, days I, a week. You got any crazy stories? Because I, I could tell them for days from just people coming in and crazy customers. And just, I mean, it was chaos. Oh, oh yeah. And then, uh, you know, I have a crazy story that the best story I could tell is I'm driving down Milwaukee Avenue where my one hot dog stand was. It was called BB's. We were there for eight years. It was a converted hot dog uh, car wash. My wife found it, and we said, let's convert this sucker. (laughs) We'll have a garden out here, four picnic tables. We got Milwaukee Avenue. We got a lot of commercial businesses at the time, factories and everything else. So it was like a gold mine. But I'm driving down Milwaukee one day, one morning, getting ready to open. And there was a Wendy's two blocks away. And it said, best hot dog in Chicago on the marquee. 
I look at, I look at the, now we had been written up in USA Today, Rolling Stone magazine. I still got the articles hanging up in here. Yeah. And I look at that and I go, how the hell do they get away with saying that? So what I did was once I got to the hot dog stand, I told my wife and I was fuming. I said, man, that's two blocks away. I don't care if it's Wendy's or not. They're competition and stuff. We got hamburgers. We got beefs. So do I put best hamburger in town or do I call the newspapers and the TV? So I decided to call the TV. I called seven two. Now this is in 1984. Seven, two, five, and nine. Channel five got back to me. A guy named Al Lerner. I don't know if you guys will remember his name. He used That's to do White Sox baseball too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He goes, it's Al Lerner. I go, wow. I see your your stuff on Ron Majors and Carol, uh, Carol Deborah Norville every night. He goes, yeah, we're going to come down. But we got to make, what's the deal? And I told him. They said they have the best hot dogs in town. They're not as good as mine. What he did was he brought, he walked into Wendy's, talked the manager into doing a contest, took the 10 people that were there. They filmed them eating the hot dogs at Wendy's. He <laughs> marched them down on Marched them down to my hot dog stand. They ate my hot dogs, mine and bees. Everybody voted except one guy for my hot dog. It was nine to one. Wendy's corporate in Chicago had to take all the signs down. And within <laughs> two years, listen to this. I got a picture. I should have brought it. That Wendy's closed down. We closed the Wendy's down two years later. Because of all that publicity. Love and you know what? They should, they should not be making hot dogs at Wendy's. That is disgusting. <laughs> that's like Taco Bell making burgers. That just You're exa- that's sense. right. That's <laughs> right, Mike. And you should have seen, I'm driving in my Volkswagen Rabbit at the time. I'm going, what the hell is that? <laughs> and I got hot. Yeah. And so I the, it tells you to go the extra mile because you can beat corporate. And what's happened is, what happened then is, my good friends at Vienna ended up getting their, their deal. Because the reason their hot dogs weren't as good, one big reason, is they didn't serve Vienna. Mm-hmm. And then when they mm-hmm. found out I served Vienna, Vienna got the, got the deal. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite hot dog place that isn't yours? Well, right now, I, the place I used to love that I'd go for beefs was Roma's on Cicero Avenue between Montrose and Irving. Ronnie Samara used to own it. My favorite hot dog stand now that I'm no longer in it, I, I, if I'm in the neighborhood, I go to Wolfie's over on uh, on Peterson. Wolfie's is good. Yeah, yeah. I go to Wolfie's. Uh, that's that's where my mom lives, not far from there uh, in the city. So when I'm on the way, I'll, I'll go grab a couple dogs and a tamale from Wolfie's. So that's my favorite. Have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of Feltman's hot dogs? I know we're talking about hot dogs, but like a lot more than usual on a sports podcast. That's have all right. About, yeah, you've heard about Feltman's. Feltman's. Yeah. F-E-L-T-M-A-N-S? Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I so heard of him, yeah. Our, um, he was a co-host on one of my other shows I used to do. Was, guess who's coming to dinner? He was the, the owner of Feltman's Hot Dogs. They have pretty good hot dogs. I went out to New York and he made me try one. Probably, so you got to get out there and try one of those. If you ever well, I have. I have. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, I've, I've had the New York hot dogs. I wasn't enamored with those. Uh, New Orleans, the lucky dog, uh, we used to when I used to go to New Orleans for a couple of weeks at a time. I I need a couple of those from the cart uh, called Lucky Dog. I know that they serve Vienna at uh, South Point in Las Vegas. So uh, 
Yeah, I mean, the hot dog business is, is universal, but Chicago still got the best, no problem. Yep. Yeah, so I think I think both of you either liked or retweeted Superdog today. And I was... Uh, Happy got, fourth birthday. Almost, almost drove past it. Almost went out of my way to go get one. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm not oh. a hater. But I'm not oh. a hater, okay? That's, their uniqueness, their uniqueness... The way that their location, the mm-hmm. fact that it's old school, yep. okay. I'm 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 not a. When I saw it was their 74th birthday, I was in the business for 16 years. I'm still yep. tired. Okay, yep. I give them all the credit in the world, and 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 go there if you haven't been there. I'm not saying I'm the. I'm not a hater. I'm not the biggest fan, but I've been there three, four times. <laughs> Let's transition a little bit. Speaking of yep. not being a hater, um, Mitch Trubisky. I'm pretty sure you're one of the only non-haters and one of the biggest uh, supporters that I know. I, right. I didn't hate the guy. I liked the guy. I didn't think he was bad. I think that he got pushed out of town. Yep. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on it a little bit more and uh, try to convince some people. Well, I think if, uh, if, if Justin Fields has the second year that Mitch Trubisky had, they're going to have a parade for him. And I keep hearing oh, yeah. that, I keep hearing that um, Mitch Trubisky, that they won that second year, and this is the nation, national media, and most of our Chicago media. I mean, there's like me and a few stragglers, you know, and, and that's it. That believe in a guy that went that had a winning record. Uh, the year that they went to the playoffs, they probably win the Super Bowl. Parky makes those kicks. Uh, yeah. And then his, his legacy is cemented. Instead, everybody blames him. Now I'm hearing the same media saying, well, Justin Fields doesn't have anybody. Oh, yeah, he does. He has as good of players as uh, as Mitch had his first year. What, Taylor Gabriel? Trey Burton? These were guys that Mitch Trubisky and, and an ab- below-average front line. Uh, Allen Robinson off an injury. Jordy Nelson played for Oakland, had more catches that year. Uh, Robinson had 56, 57 catches. So Mitch played with literally. Oh, and they traded Jordan, Jordan Howard on him. So then they gave him a rookie, Montgomery. So I don't want to hear Justin Fields has nobody about around him because Mitch didn't. On top of that, the Pittsburgh Steelers got him for seven million. They took right. Pickett. They took Pickett, which is fine. Who are they going to take? It was the worst draft in history. They said we might as well take a flyer on this kid. There was, and now I'm hearing if the Steelers don't take Pickett, he might have dropped the forty fifth or fiftieth. I mean, I don't know what happened there. Mitch said, "Bring him on." And Mitch is going to start for him this year. And it's up to Mitch Trubisky, Mike. It's up to Mitch Trubisky to not let me down. But he hasn't let me down already, as you asked me about Mitch Trubisky. Why don't everybody else explain why they wanted Dalton? Why they wanted Foles? Why they wanted... You know why? Because we don't have enough time. Everybody will have to get every host in Chicago. No, no, no. Yeah, why don't we have, why do I have to defend Mitch Trubisky? Defend defend him being benched at 2-0 and putting that garbage quarterback in for him, Nick Foles. And you know who wanted him in? You? Him? Oh, you didn't? Oh, don't you point at me. Hold on. So you've wanted Mitch Trubisky the whole time? You could have helped me out then. Where you been? You're talking there. 
three Mitch, you're talking to two other Mitch Trubisky supporters. I was, where have you guys been to help me? Where you been? I was always Matt Nagy. Everything pro Trubisky. Right, everything anti Nagy. And I'm well. You know what? Make him a little more frequent. I'm looking for yeah. a friend. I don't. I don't know where you stand. You keep it pretty on the down low. Let's go. Well, you, and my my biggest thing is is everybody is the the year that Mitch Trubisky had his first year. There were people jumping off shit more his first year than people are for Justin Fields. And Great point. I, I hope I, I, I like Justin Fields. I hope he does good. I hope he does good. But, dude, for a guy to drop the ball that many times, you're going to blame the coach. For a guy to overthrow so, so many passes, he has some great dimes. But there's just so many flaws, and people are just turning a blind eye and just, no, 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 it's yes. Nagy's thing. No, that's not the truth. I don't like it, Nagy as much as the next guy, but the fact that you're going to make excuses for every single thing that Justin Fields does, yep. I can't buy that. So I it heard makes me support Trubisky more. I, that's a great, you know what? My humble apology said, I just need to see you out there with me. I mean, I'm fighting one on two. I'm, I'm in an alley with 10 guys. Where's Mikey Betts? Come on. <laughs> Where's everybody at? Oh, I'm with Almost. you. I'm with you. Where? Where? I got, a, I got, I got, I got an axe. I got fighting off guys with machine guns. But here, I'll give you the best one. You're right. Dan Orblowski today. Fields doesn't have a whole lot about. They're all, they don't know shit, these guys. They don't know shit. I knew Trubisky was good his first year. He went under John Fox with a flawed offense, and he didn't do badly. I don't think a guy that throws 64 touchdowns and has 37 interceptions and goes 29 and 21 is a bust. And then I'm asked to explain Mitch Trubisky. I want all the hosts in Chicago that weren't for Trubisky. Explain every quarterback that you wanted that has a losing record with the Bears. They all have losing records when they take his place. But yet they have a winning record when he plays. How did this come about? Because the kid's a special talent. They drafted him in the right area. Mahomes went off. Went off. That's fine. Nobody knew that was going to happen. Otherwise, Mahomes would have been taken first. Nobody knew Mahomes. Do you know what? Nobody wanted Mahomes. You know who I wanted? Watson. I yeah, wanted Watson. Everybody did. No. Oh, they didn't take Mahomes. <laughs> they took Mitch and said, none of you wanted Mahomes. Maybe a few. It was about Watson. And the Bears didn't have any interest in him. Mm-hmm. Which I don't understand why you don't want you, you didn't have any interest in Watson. Watson was clearly the number one quarterback coming out. I remember I remember it was it was Watson, Watson, Me Watson. Too. Nobody was talking about Trubisky until a hypothetical homecoming for Cleveland, right? Yep. I didn't hear. I didn't even know who Patrick Mahomes was. I did, but I didn't think that he'd be going. That's right. Fifteen, right? So, and then that's my other thing is like, oh well, he's not Patrick Mahomes. You guys passed up on Patrick Mahomes, dude. Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent. So even if you're not, like, even if Trubisky was not bad, doesn't mean if he's not meeting expectations to Patrick Mahomes, doesn't mean he's not good. And why would the Steelers pick him up? The Steelers are a great franchise. You tell me that you're going to trust the McCaskies over the Rooneys for sure. Uh, you can keep your opinion there because I, I'm always going to go with whatever Rooney says versus McCaskey any day of the week. And even the Bills, the Bills picked him up. They saw that he has talent. They know that he's a good quarterback. So well, he, I, I got what drove me nuts is the people that said, uh, well, see, he's only a second stringer. No, he didn't want to be Sam Darnold and go to Carolina. No. And then I hear people say Sam Darnold's still good. Sam Darnold makes $20 million a year. Trubisky makes seven. You tell me who's got the better deal. And I'll give everybody this. Mahomes may only win one Super Bowl his whole career. Because I was there. 
Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers won one in 2010, and everybody kept saying, oh, he's good for two or three. No, he's got one. And I think Mitch can win one. I think Watson, if he ever gets out of his legal troubles, can win. I think there's quarterbacks. I saw Rex Grossman go to the Super Bowl with the Bears. Don't tell me you can't get there with another quarterback. And here's another thing. That, that Trubisky, you're right. I, I was all about Watson. Okay, that's turned into a mess. Mahomes only ha- has the one. They're losing his players. Tariq Hill's gone. I think Mitch Trubisky's in a good spot. The over under seven and a half. I already bet the over. I already bet the over. I mean, yeah. anybody that thinks Pickett's going to start for Pittsburgh, all these yeah. people on national TV, if they were rated by the amount of times they're wrong, they'd be gone. They'd be gone. Right, exactly. They're like they're like Twitter uh, handicappers sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, aka follow at Real Mikey Betts. Just saying. Well, you know what though, I love Twitter handicappers, and you know this. Yes. Any guy, I know what it's like. Because if you do something that I like and I think you're creative, it's not about your picks all the time. And I don't know, you probably do great in your picks, Mike. I, I followed them. I know you do good. But it's yeah, your thanks. it's your it's your creativity. It's the music. It's the car. It, it's you. That's what I like. And I I I tweet out on gambling Twitter a lot of different people because why not? Oh, he's only got seven hundred followers. I don't care. He did something. Right. He did something cooler than you, and you got one hundred fifty thousand followers. Okay, so that's never mattered to me. And I know you know my buddy Fred Hubner and a lot of other people. I try to take care of my friends, man. And and yeah. that's why, you know, that's the way you got to be. And Twitter's for free. Everybody bitches about Twitter. Twitter's the best. Try Twitter's paying. Free. Come on. It's the best. Social media is the best. I don't care who owns it. I don't care who owns it, okay? It's helped me tremendously in my career. Yeah, exactly. You said, uh, Fred, shout out Fred Hubner. You guys can uh, listen to uh, Hubes, Brews, and Views. Shout out to that yep. podcast, podcast. And uh, have you ever been on that one yet? I don't know. I think you've been on yeah. the, one of the episodes, yeah. I've been on everybody's. I've been on Fat Mike's once. I've been on Freddy's. Um, I've gone yours now. I've been yeah. on John Zaglude. I try, I'll tell you what bar I've been on with Carl, Barstool Carl and Eddie and all those guys. They were great. What what I think what's great is, is that when I started in, uh, in in this type of situation, it was just in this. I had Webio, which was turned out to be a big scandal. We had a backer that went south, but this was my thing way before anything else. And if I if he had been a straight laced investor, I'd probably be have more money than I. I mean, money's. I'm, I never did anything for money because if I did, I would have never made it. I already had money, so it was cool. I didn't have kids. I understand people to kind of walk softly, but right. when I was when I was thirty nine years old, I was I was rolling. I mean, I never got tired. I I uh, partied. I had fun. I had no kids. Me and my wife, and uh, and we had a dog, and 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 I said, you know, but there's people on the air today that can't say what they want to say because they got three kids. They got kids going to college. I understand some of the some of some of the situation. I was never put in that position. But if I had done anything for money, if I had done radio for money, I would have never made it. I'd be gone by now. I had to do it my way. I was getting one shot, and I said, "That's it. You're going to give me one shot." They told me. You're, they said you're getting six months trial. I said, "All right." You let me in. Thank you. That was it. 
And I'm here 30 years later talking to you guys on the new genre because if they didn't have Twitter and this stuff now, you'd have to, you'd have, and there's brokered stations still, you'd have to broker right. time. And, and, and this is, this is beautiful. It really is. And it's hurt the radio, it's hurt the radio business. All these yeah. choices, all these yeah. choices I have hurt the terrestrial radio business. Believe me, folks, I know what it's like to be the only game in town. It was special. Our station was special. No, we had other stations. There were 38 stations, rock and roll. There were sports, but we were the cream de la cream. And, and now there's podcasts that where you can do the same thing. Well, my favorite part about you guys, and, and when you guys started out, too, you were talking about it on uh, Redline. Mm-hmm. Oh, Redline. You got to love Redline. I love the Redline. Yep. Oh, yeah. You, 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 you got to appreciate that, you know, you, you took into fact that, hey, people want to be heard, too. People that want to call in, they want to hear. They, people want to be heard. And as fans and other perspectives, and I, I think you gave, like, the, uh, the, re, the, the retail business kind of uh, example. Well, what I did was, like, <laughs> Seth Mason tell we were in a meeting, and there were some great ones in that first meeting. Mike Greenberg was a reporter at the time. Um, Terry Boris, McNeil, we were all in there. Jiggets, big meeting. Staff, salespeople, crowded. 60, 70 people. And uh, he goes, well, we're not going to take phone calls. Now, I don't know nobody in this place hardly at all. And I'm just sitting there getting ready. You know, I'm in a meeting with a bunch of people that, you know, I knew some of them from coming in the stand. I go, excuse me. You got to take phone calls. You got to take, if you don't take right. phone calls and the original plan was not to take phone calls. The first day we had a bank of six. We gave out that number. Never stopped. And, 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 and you know what? It was just a magical time, but it never, people got, had people on their side. We had no teams. We didn't yes. want to be holding anybody. We didn't worry. We broke the papers back. We broke TV, regular TVs back. They came to us for all their sports news, and we didn't take shit from the teams. None of them. And it was a special time because teams you actually saw changing things that you or other people on the air said should happen. And you started to have teams listen, and then you made the enemies list. Then you made the enemies list. And there's teams, believe me, that hold grudges. Well, I can only go by myself. It's about 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask you. Who's like, who's your biggest, like, they saw you, that they'd have something to say to you, you know? Or I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. With the, the Bears, the Bears to me, I've never been to Lake Forest. And I, I used, I went and and when I took, when Ditka got fired and then got hired by the Saints and the Bears, all the shows were going to Platteville. And I said, I ain't gone. Ditka's gone. I ain't gone. Screw it. They're going to suck anyway. Watch that. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. How do you know? Same shit as I go through now. I know. I got that gut feeling. I took it. I took us to lacrosse. We went to the Saints camp. I said, listen, you guys, we go to the Saints camp. Ditka, I'll get every day for half an hour on the air. And you can sell it. Yeah. When they heard that, it was all good. We sold the Bears, and the other shows went. I went to Lacrosse, which is a better town anyway, with my crew. We sold to Old Style, bought it. They're stay, 
and the t- station made twice as much money. So it all worked out. But the Bears have been – the White Sox, I get along great with Jerry Ryan, so if you haven't seen him for a while. But the, the guys that I fought with are still there. The yeah, guys I, I fought get, with I the 90 90- the fan, right? Oh, they're still there. I mean, all, every guy that I fought with in the 90s, marketing, they're still there. And I'm still there. So, I mean, you know, um, everybody runs their business differently. I've had some great experiences with every team. And I've had a couple of bad experiences with, with the team. So, that's what you get when you shoot from the hip. See, like, if you if you got to think the way I was brought in, and, and even I'm now got to take it easy a little bit. But my deal was, if I'm going to think about what I'm going to say, I'm done. Oh, I, be- I better not say that. Yeah. And that's what they all got to do now. That's what they all got to do. You have to, these, like, these days, you have to walk on uh, eggshells, right? You have to walk on oh, eggshells. Yeah. So you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Not on the Mikey Bet show. We really don't care about that at all. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I say things. What's that uh, from the office where he's like, I'm just saying things, and they, I don't even think about them. They just come out of my mouth, and I just want sentences. That's the story of my life. That's all I do. Yeah. Is I just come up with hot takes. And Wait my till favorite we- part, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, wait till we, I don't, wait till we get to the bracket. None of our picks ever make any sense. We no, just, we, we, we go with the point, we run with it. Yeah, which I we should get it. into soon. We got to get into soon. Hey, let's do it. Yeah, you let's do it, baby. Let's Who's talk about first? it right now. Summer so, pile, number one. <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, bracket, Mike? Go ahead and, uh, so Mike makes all the, the brackets, makes all the rules, and uh, here, I'll let him explain. Go ahead. I love TV. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so uh, we figured we got one of the best Chicago sports guys on, so we got to have At least the best. Make one of the top 30. That's right. So we're yeah, so maybe. 32 of the best Chicago sports athletes who aren't named Michael Jordan. Because okay. That's easy. I, think, I think Michael Jordan wins. You think it's easy? And so I had to have Mike change it because I saw Ben Gordon on there. And I, said, <laughs> we, I said, we cannot have Mike North on with Gordon, ben Gordon on here. Point shooter in Bulls history. Let me tell you something. I remember... This town was in a frenzy. Please sign Ben Gordon. Please sign I, Ben Gordon. I saw, I saw this dude. I go, you believe they want to send that, sign a guy named Ben Gordon? He goes, I'm Ben Gordon. The guy was like five, six feet one. I go, come on now. I mean, he could shoot, but a lot of guys could shoot. Come on now. Not like Ben Gordon, baby. Oh, take it easy, Mike. Jesus. Right, so I did. I put an equal amount of Bulls, Bears, Hawks, Sox, and Cubs players. So if there's a guy missing, you know, because obviously, like, the the Bulls have had a more storied franchise than the Sox and the Cubs. So if there's guys missing, it's because I wanted to make it equal. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, you just – oh, man. <laughs> I, oh, went to the fir- I went to the first Bulls game. So they don't – they have a storied franchise, but more, – More than the Cubs. Wait, the Cubs have been around for hundreds of years. They won yeah, titles. I know now. Bit. You're, you, you just. I know you think everything started in 1990. I understand. Well, and, okay. Diehard Sox fan, so I don't care about the Cubs. I wanted to leave the Cubs hey, off this. Sox have Caesar Sportsbook signed now. I said, put the 1919 flag above it. The Black yeah, Sox hell, scandal hell flag. Yeah. <laughs> put it right on top, baby. Yep. All right, let's do it. All right. So the the. 
seeds are all random, but I made sure no one from the same team is playing each other in the first round. All right. All right. So we're so we're gonna just go back and forth the vote. So the first matchup is Paul Canerico versus Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus. Yeah, easy. That's easy. All right. Yeah, Dick Butkus. <laughs> I gotta start it. He was. He was as dominant defensively as Jordan was in the NBA at that time. He was one of the scariest guys you've ever like. Scariest guys. You, anytime, yep. anytime he talks, I'm afraid he's going to hurt someone. <laughs> even, even he took it to Twitter now. And you guys see, he has a Twitter. He's really yeah, that's what I feel like he's going to beat me up through Twitter. He's yeah, the best. You might. You might. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next round: uh, Frank Thomas versus Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. Oh, Patrick Kane. Wait, hey, who's making the picks here? I don't think who's we that, all Mike, is he supposed to chime in? We all yeah. chime in? It's, it's, it's two out of three, so we need, oh, we need okay. two. Yeah, two out of three. Me and Mikey got Betts got down Patrick Kane, baby. Come on now. Yeah, come on. Come on, Mike. I would have went with the big hurt. The guy couldn't back catch back. a pop-up. Please. Back-to-back back MVPs. <laughs> all right. We'll say, we'll say Patrick Kane, two to one. Yeah. All right, uh, Ernie Banks or Duncan Keith? Ernie Banks. Mike, what, what's that look like? I might go. I I might go uh, Duncan Keith because I mean, yeah, Duncan Keith. Uh, yeah. I I felt like all the years the Hawks won, Duncan Teeth, Duncan No Teeth Keith was was the leader of that playoff team. Okay. And, and fuck the. So I I can accept the beat. I, 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 me and Jesse Jackson put the Ernie Banks, uh, help get the Ernie Banks statue put up. We talked uh, to the Tribune and everything. I don't remember if, if Jesse's going to call me about the Duncan Keith statue. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to say that only one of them's got a statue in Chicago. That's it. All right, Lance Briggs or Brent Seabrook? Brent Seabrook. No, wait, Briggs. He was better than Norlocker. I, I. I agree with that. Yep. Lance, Lance Briggs is one of the most underrated players to ever play in the, for the Bears. He's not better than Erlacher. Okay, he was good. He was great. But he's not better than Erlacher. Erlacher, Doug Buffone told me Erlacher didn't know how to play uh, middle linebacker position for three years. He played outside linebacker with Dick Butkus. I think he would know. But Erlacher did be, could become better. But when you look at Butkus and then Erlacher, I mean – you can find 40, 50 minutes of hits by Butkus. You can find five minutes of Erlacher. He was more of a ball hawk, a safety. He was ball hawk, Good. right? Yeah, I'm not going to take anything away from him, but uh, I'll take the other guy. Okay. So did we win that one? <laughs> yeah, Mike, what, what are you saying? Briggs or Zebra? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Briggs. Okay, three. Yeah! Briggs was, I remember watching the Bears, and every time there was a pile, Briggs came up from it. Every Thanks. time. Erlacher's yeah, over here. Fell for the fake. The guy tended Briggs. Come on. <laughs> Billy Williams or Kirk Heinrich? Ooh. Three-point specialist at 37%. Now, Kirk Heinrich, Heinrich, baby. I'm going to go Kirk Heinrich because Billy Williams uh, cried about getting his way into the Hall of Fame. I'm going Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich has over 700 more three-point field goals than the number two person in the Bulls. Yeah, pretty good. And he was good. He was a good draft pick. Yeah. And Billy Billy was a heck of a player, but he never turned me on, man. Yeah. I'm saying Kirk as well. Yeah. 3 nothing, Kirk. Look at that. You love seeing the captain go. 
right, Sammy Sosa or Mark Burley? Cubs Bur- Red Sox. I got to go Burley. Sosa was a cheat. I yeah, honestly, Burley was great, and the and the Sox traded them two, three, four years too early. Yeah. Got rid of them. Mike, I'm Sam Burley, no hitter, perfect game. Yeah, World Who's Series no hitters. I was at the no hitter for Burley, so it was it was kind of special. Yeah. Um, my friend, my friend is in the is in the the background of the uh, the Dwayne Wise catch. He's right there with his hands out. <laughs> Listen, I interviewed Sammy Sosa. In person, me and Jiggets. He weighed 180 pounds. I saw him four years later. He looked like the Incredible Hulk. I'll never forget it. His arms, his arms were like that. I, I'll never forget it. No man benefited more off abuse of steroids than that guy. No man. He, he was a good player. You know, he became a great player from being an ordinary player. Trust me. I watched him with the White Sox. All right. Yep. Mark, Burley, Mark Burley moves on. Walter Payton or Jimmy Butler? Walter Payton, that's come out. Walter Payton, come on. <laughs> that's my boy. That's my guy, man. Walter. That's a first round matchup. Sometimes you need ones like that. Got to have them. Uh huh. All right. Peanut Tillman versus Derek Rose. I think it's a tough one. Yeah, because I'm, I'm taking uh, Peanut Tillman. Peanut Tillman is one of my favorite bears. Probably my favorite bear growing up. So, oh, fuck. <laughs> Derek. Derek Rose. I took I'm going Derek Rose. I'm going Derek. Sorry, Mike. I got to go Derek. Derek is uh, my That's child. okay. I got to go. Is this is tough. Uh, I mean, man, I could I could watch. These are the two. These are two highlight videos that I could watch no matter what, anytime. The Derek Rose MVP highlight and the uh, Peanut compilation video. Peanut Tillman should be in the Hall of Fame before Urlacher should have been in. That's my uh, opinion. I think he, he should be. He, he. He's, they got an actual, when there's a strip ball, it's the peanut Tillman strip ball. I mean, yeah. he, he yeah. changed that position. He, yeah. and Urlacher's great. Don't get me wrong, but peanut Tillman has hall of fame numbers. Plus he's an FBI agent. And I played him in a scrim when, when the bears had a, a basketball team, he was a rookie. Let me tell you something. The score played him. I was on with me, Matt, a bad, a whole bunch of people. We played the Bears. He st- he slammed twice overhead. Peanut Tillman, tremendous athlete. So I'm going to go with Peanut, but I understand Derek Rose. Right. I'm going to say Peanut uh, based on longevity too. Is he yeah, last? Mikey Betts loses. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Derek Rose is. You want to get your guy, Mikey Betts? Come on, that's lame. That's right. lame. Anthony oh Rizzo or Harold Baines? Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo. I never He's saw Harold Baines die for a ball. Yeah. I would have went Harold Baines because fuck Anthony Rizzo. Better you know what? <laughs> Here's a quick story about Rizzo. I was at Chicago Cut. I was uh, shout out to uh, Chicago Cut and David Flaw. Great food as always. Um, yeah, I was there. I saw Rizzo right next to me, right behind me. I was like, oh my god! I was like, babe, that's Rizzo. She's like, no, it's not. I said, yeah, it is. So I turn around and say, hey, Mr. Rizzo, nice to meet you. He goes, he's with people, whatever. He goes, yeah, yeah. Puts his hand up and keeps talking. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So then I tried to buy him a drink. And the waitress was like, yeah, he he gets free drinks, so don't buy him a drink. I was like, well, buy him a drink. He goes, so buy him a drink. Then I asked him for a photo. He says no. It was the most embarrassing moment of my life. Sure. So. That's over a kitty cocktail. Yeah, you know, I should No, he didn't do nothing. He I, he was in a mood because he was. I, I heard the conversation with the people he was with. He was sounded a little angry. So worst time for me to ask. 
That's okay. Oh, you tried. Yeah. All right, next. What am I going to do? Not try? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Stan, Stan Makita or Scotty Pippen? No. Two of the people I can't. Two of the most miserable people I ever met in my sporting career. Miserable. <laughs> Makita, miserable. He, you know Makita wouldn't talk to me? You know Makita wouldn't talk to me? Because wow. I said on the air, I never went to see Stan Makita play. I went to see Bobby Hall play. Bobby Hall put fannies in the seats. Stan didn't, but Stan was good. Never talked to me again. Ever. And Pippen, my history with him, nothing but dark. Dark history. I can't stand him. He can't stand me. This is a toughie. I'm going with Makita. I'm going with Makita. Well, now I kind of need to know about this dark history of you and Scotty. What happened? Oh, we both worked for Electric Avenue. I said base at the 1.8. I said he was a, a deserter, treason, treasonist. I, I, I had heard from people uh, that, that I know on the wait staffs at certain restaurants. He didn't tip them. I mean, I, I, you know, he had issues. I didn't get off the bench, to me, is the worst one. But, you know, I never liked him. Now he snipes at Jordan. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan, Scotty, Scotty Pippen's on the all-time team. Averaging 16 points a game. I don't care what kind of defense you played. First of all, my friend, Jordan was the best defender on that team. He was a 10-time first-teamer. Not you. Not you. So you're lucky you were on that team with Jordan. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a title. He wouldn't have one title, in my opinion. I'll go with Makita, who's only got one. There you go. I'm going with Makita because I feel like I can't go with Scotty Pippen after that. (laughs) So, Yeah. I got one. Mike, Mike said Mike said Scotty Pippen though, so he's a, he's an idiot. That's all right. Um, what am I going to do? The guy won six rings for us, so I he didn't win. Got... He didn't win shit. The other yeah. guy won. Cut it out. All right, all right, all, it's right, like giving, all right. It's like saying Ned McMahon made the Tonight Show. Give me a break. Wait, don't, don't you Stan know Mc... that I get I get five dollars <laughs> for every bottle of tequila that's sold? We're <laughs> the best. Yes, hell yeah! No, you, you got we we get ads from Scotty and his uh, what does he what does he sell now? I forgot what a alcohol it is. Sell something. something I could stupid. Listen, listen. All I'm going to say is he played with Michael Jordan, and uh-huh. and here I'll give you what I'll give you the Trubisky argument here because the New York Knicks had Patrick Ewing, but they couldn't beat Jordan. Like the Bears had Trubisky, but they couldn't beat the Packers or Cutler, who by the way was one in thirteen. The Knicks didn't say, let's get rid of of Ewing because we can't beat Jordan. The Jazz didn't say, let's get rid of Malone because we can't beat Jordan. You just keep trying to beat him. That's all you keep trying to do. You don't say, oh, he'll never beat this team. Let's get rid of Trubisky and bring in another lousy quarterback. Because every NBA team waits their turn. You don't think that Giannis is on a roll right now? They're going, they're not going to just get rid of Jokic in Denver because they can't win the title against Milwaukee. Right. It, that's just the way it is. And football is weird. Oh, he couldn't beat Aaron Rodgers. How how was Cutler I'm back on Trubisky allowed to stay at one and twelve against Aaron Rodgers? How are you allowed to quarterback eight years with that well, kind of record? Because the media kissed your ass and they didn't want to be wrong. Period. All right, let's get back. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, now I got to play devil's advocate. I'm going to play devil's no, advocate because God. I knew you're <laughs> Come on, shut up! You're, you're not a you're not a Jay Culler guy. I understand that, but I don't think that Mitch Trubisky had a good record against the Packers either. One and right? four. 
Like he, one and four. One and four. And he was one it's, and it's 13. But here's the best part. Trubisky was 29 and 21. Cutler is a bear quarterback with Brandon Marshall, Forte, 57, 57 and 57. All you people just go learn about the game. Come back and see me when you're up to snuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this show. Like All right. All right let's go. Ready. Back to the contest. Terry Joakim Noah. Oh, Mr. 20 strikeouts versus Joakim. Oh, Joakim. Uh, Joakim is the was the heart of that team. I don't Joe care if anybody says Derek Rose might have been the best, but Joakim was all heart. That's a guy that you wanted on your team. He's going to win for everything. Hey, Mikey Betts, can I talk Mike into taking Kerry uh, Joakim? Can I talk him? Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's hear it. He won 85 games. Let's move on. <laughs> 85 you know. fucking 85 fucking games. He had uh, one great game. Let's move on. He's going to park in the city, though, so there you go. Oh, he's, he's got everything. The Bolarama, all the dudes. <laughs> God bless. All right, Joe Kimno, moving on. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Hall versus Jake Arietta. Bobby Hall. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, and Bobby Hall hates Bobby Hall hates us too. <laughs> because Bobby Hall said some bad things about people like that got in a book. But Bobby Hall's the greatest hockey player these eyes have ever seen. And I, I I'm talking about when the when the league had only six teams. They, they my, played him. Tw- yeah, I'm going Bobby. The, the my, two years, uh, years that the Cubs were good when they won the World Series, and the the year they the year before, he was great. I loved Jake, him. Arietta, I love. It have been the best pitcher I've ever seen. He, they should have never gotten rid of him. His stuff was filthy. Yeah, filthy. You know his, who else's stuff was like that? Sutcliffe. Sutcliffe in 84, the same way, 16-1, second half. Same way as Arietta. filthy stuff. I love Jake Arietta. It's a tough pick for me. I got to go with the Golden Jet. But I don't, I, you know. Because he lasted longer in Chicago, too. He's got he more. He scored 50 goals like six times when there was nobody doing it except him. I yeah. mean, you know, he's just unbelievable. Who do you yeah, want? So, Who would you guys well, take, Arietta? Quick story so, about Bobby Hull. My I, grandpa uh, got in a fight with him. Uh, of at course, the at the Carousel Bar, uh, rest is pe- rest in peace to my grandpa. But yeah, he got in a fight with him at the Carousel Bar in I think it's Lamont. So um, yeah. rumor has it, my grandpa won. He was a pretty big guy, pretty tough guy. So yeah. I, I mean, but it's not, it's an athlete, so I don't know. But cool story. But I can never no, I take somebody who fought my family, Jake Garrietta, <laughs> hammer it. I there you a- go. Okay. <laughs> Similar story, hockey story. I'll really switch. Cool. I'll switch. I'll switch with you guys. Jake Garriott. I like that story. Here we go. Do you remember, remember Al Secord? Yes. So Al, Al, my dad played hockey, and he played with Al a bunch. And uh, he, my dad had a tryout for some team that Al was on at the time. And my dad's a big guy, too, like 6'2", 260. And my dad was supposed to go and fight. So he had to fight Al Secord because Al Secord was the fighter. And Al tied him up. He had his sleeve here and his sleeve here and his arms like this. He cocked back, let go of my dad, and skated away. My dad didn't make the team. Dude, oh, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice guy. Let him survive. It's always, good to, it's always good for a son. Always good for a son to talk about when his dad got his ass kicked. <laughs> right. uh, uh, Ryan Sandberg or Chris Delios? Rhino. Yeah, Rhino for me. Rhino. 
I loved, loved Chris Chelios. So out of respect, I did too. Chris Chelios. Two to one. Shout out to Chicago, Chicago Wolves, too. Shout out. Yeah. A, two, a two-team Hall of Famer. All right, Jose Abreu or Dennis Rodman? Rodman, Dennis Rodman. all day. Rodman, all day and all night, my boy. My guy, my favorite guy. He gets traded. to the. I mean, he comes to the Bulls. He's on the phone with me at the score. I go, Dennis, it's great to talk to you. We talked to him for five minutes. Jesse Rogers comes in, says, De- or, or Jen Patterson says, Dennis Rodman wants to talk to you off the air. Says he's going, uh, where's there a good place to go? I go, Gibson's. He says, I'll meet you there at 7. Met him there at 7 with my wife, Chuck Daly. The four of us had dinner. We were friends ever wow. since that time. He was so nice to my wife. Dennis Rodman's my guy, period, end of story. What a player. What a player. Yeah, he's great. Um, dude. The fact that they got him second three-peat, beautiful. Oh, and again, so controversial, my favorite part of it. Just out of respect. Oh, you know what they kept saying? What about Horace? He's gone. Horace, like a horse, Grant. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't shit compared to Dennis Rodman. Come on. Yeah, I so think Grant got like five, four, to, four more years of being really good. So I think he's going to go down as one of the best socks of all time. So out of respect, I'm going to give him a vote. But Dennis Rodman moves on. Oh, yeah. All right, Jonathan Taze or Devin Hester? Taze. I got to go Taze, and, 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 and one of the reasons is personal. I was the first guy with Fred Humner to interview uh, Taze and Kane. Uh, Talon brought him in because we were doing hockey on the score at that time, and they brought him in right away, and I knew right then. I got to go with Tavesy, big time. Devin Hester was the best at what he did all time. No one even close to him. Yeah, there was. Gail Sayers had averages more yards uh, per kickoff return than Devin Hester, and he was the greatest, one of the greatest kickoff and punt returners ever. But Devin Hester was a one-trick pony. He couldn't. Sayers, trick pony, but he was pretty damn. He was a great one-trick pony. But imagine Sayers running back at kickoff for ninety yards. Those six touchdowns, punt return, kick return, one pass, touchdown, and three runs. He did everything. So I'm going to go with Gay. I, but, but Devin Hester's great. It's a tough – that's a tough bracket. That's a uh, tough bracket. Uh, yeah, I know you get well, – who would you we, got, Fats? Hester doesn't even we make take. it to the Hall of Fame for me. I don't think he belongs in the, the NFL right. Hall of Fame. That's my hot take, so I'm going Taze. Uh, got to do it. All right. Taze in. The last first-round matchup. Good, I'm right. exhausted. <laughs> uh, I had to throw this one in there for uh, personal reasons because I think he was so dynamite. Chris Sale and Brian Erlacher. Erlacher. I'm still pissed off about Sale being traded. Chris I'm Sale. Still I'm still pissed. They win the World Series the next year. If he stayed so, with the Sox, they 100% win the World Series. They would have been better. I'm going to go Chris Sale. But I understand why Mikey wants the other way. Well, would they have had a jersey the next year? Like, would they be okay? Because it might have been. I'm just saying, I don't know. They couldn't. Hey, they couldn't find Robin Ventura. They couldn't find him anywhere. Kenny Williams had to go down there and talk to the team. They couldn't find the thing with the kid, LaRoche. That whole thing was a nightmare. The whole thing. They couldn't find uh, a Ventura anywhere. That's insane. So who won that one? They they kept they. Kept sale, got rid of Ventura. 
<clears throat> All right, so wait. Now, who won that one, Mike? Come on. Oh, Mikey, what did you say? Um, Erlacher. All right, I'm. I got uh, Sale. Oh. All right, is a Hall of Famer. I have to give it to Erlacher, but All I right. love, I love Chris okay. Sale. Yeah. All right, Erlacher. Enjoy Erlacher. He's the fourth best middle linebacker on, in Bears history. Enjoy yourself. All right. Oh my God. We got. <laughs> I love the show. I love. All right, it should Uh-oh. be. It's less stories. We got all the guys out of there. Now it's boom, right at it. Ready? Round two. Dick Buckus, Patrick Kane. Buckus uh, for me. Buckus. Buckus. Yeah. No. Okay. Right. I'm going to give Kane a vote because he's sick, but Buckus wins. All right. Duncan Keith or Lance Briggs? I'm going Briggs. It's a Bears town. It's a Bears town for me. I know the Blackhawks have done so much, but it's always going to be a Bears town for me. So I got to go. You know what? Those two million that went to the parade, a million and a half bought the jerseys three days before they went to the parade. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred. They were getting off trains. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying Briggs too. Same yeah. reason we were before. I think he was as good or better than Erlacher. How yep. many Bufflin jerseys do you think were at that at that uh, parade? The first one. <laughs> More. Uh, there were Taze jerseys, but yeah. Uh, and then yeah. the second time it was Crawford, right? Or uh, who was the other? Um, no, Nene? No. I forgot who it was. Not the Auntie Niemi had a jersey. Auntie there Niemi. you go, yeah. The Niemi <laughs> <Miller> <laughs> saw his jersey. All right, Kirk Heinrich or Mark Burley? Burley. Mark Burley. Mark Burley. Mark Burley. The fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Hall of Very Good. Nope. He's got the triple crown. Hey, quit quit with the narrative. I got to get going soon. Let's get this thing over with. Walter yeah, Payton. Come on. <laughs> Walter Payton, Peanut Tillman. <laughs> Walter Payton, Peanut Tillman. Walter. Barry. Walter. All right, I'm giving Peanut a vote out of, out of respect. Yeah, that's good. All right, Anthony Rizzo, Stan Makita. Rizzo for me. Rizzo. I'll say Rizzo because I don't want Mike to beat me up. I was going to say, dude, he's making a fucking sweep. Let's go. <laughs> go Kim Noah or Jake Arietta. Jake. Joe they Kim don't Noah. have one without him. They don't have one without Jake. True. Uh, I'm going to – ooh. ooh. I'm, That's tough, though. I hate the Cubs, so I, I'm just going to do Joe Kim because I fuck the Cubs. There you go. Okay. So Joe Kim moves on. All right. Uh, Ryan Sandberg, Dennis Rodman. 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 Rodman, hell yeah. Mike, Love you look like you're yeah. biting your tongue because you're short on time, but I know that you wanted to. No, I'm not. I got all the time in the world. I can give two damn. I'm laughing. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> I could say, not, I just called him. I said, forget about it. I'm with the boys. There you go. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Jonathan Taze or Brian Urlacher? Ooh. Two cats. Well, that saves. Taves. Urlacher for me. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back. Taze Free. because he had a blemish free career besides the scandal late. He's the only Blackhawk that I know that has a blemish-free career, and he has three rings to show for it, so I'll take it. Yeah. I'd say, 
I think the rings is the deciding factor here that he's got the rings and Erlacher doesn't. But Erlacher was such yeah. a dick. He was such a dick to the media. He was a dick to the people. And now that he's out of it, he's a nice Erlacher's guy. Erlacher's also Hall of Famer. True. True. Where are you at, Mike? Hey, Mike, are you in like a module or something? Are you in a space capsule? Where are you? I'm looking are you at talking you? to me right now? There's a sky- yeah, there's a skylight and there's like... I, 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 I'm in my car, so... I'm not oh, homeless. Oh, I okay. promise. I promise. I okay, my right. phone. My phone almost okay. died, so I had to run in the car and put on a charger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. I like that. All right. Round three. We got eight eight guys left. The elite eight. Elite eight. Right. Uh, elite eight. First first one. First matchup. Dick Buckus, Lance Briggs. Lots of bears left. Dick Buckus. Buckus. Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus, okay. Yeah, come on. All right. Um, Mark Burley, Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Payton. Uh, I'm saying it's Burley. A walk in the park. It's not a walk in the park, it's Burley. But Walter Payton is there. Are you, are you smoking crack? <laughs> How high do you have to be to say so, that Mark Burley is a better athlete than Walter Payton? Uh, Mike's just being controversial. Yeah, Mark no, Burley. 100%. Mark Burley was so good. It's a respect. Yeah, and, Walter, and what was Walter? Let's just yeah, have a, let's have a quiz. Let's fine. Let's have a quiz. What was Walter if Mark Burley was so good? Oh, uh, what? He's got a high school named after him. Big Whoop. <laughs> They'll be raising Mark Burley statue any day now. Any day. Yeah. Any day. Oh. Rizzo, Rizzo and Joakim. I don't like the way he treated Mike. Thank I'm going to go with Joakim. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Joakim Noah. There you I, go. Yeah. I don't like that. All right. There you go. Uh, Easy. Up is Dennis Rodman or Jonathan Taze? Dennis Rodman. Rodman. They won the All same right. amount of rings. The Bulls town over a Blackhawks town any day, and Rodman is just a beast. I heard the story Mike was saying on Red Line where he works out after fucking games. Who does that? After People the game, the he was wa- People are trying to get silly. Guy He's was sweating out. like an animal, lifting weights. I'd yep. say John is only All because right. Dennis Rodman had a great career elsewhere too. Jonathan Taze is Chicago through and through. Okay, that's a nice speech, Mike. What's next? Thank- yeah, that was that was cute. Semifinals, <laughs> <laughs> the final four. All right, you can't have. I, now both of you guys have been riding high on Dick Buckus or Walter and Walter Payton. Well, only one of them can make the finals: Dick Buckus or Walt, versus Walter Payton first round. I'll go with Dick Buckus. Mikey will go with uh, Walter, and I'm sure you're going to break the tie. <laughs> don't, don't, don't! I am not a book. You cannot read me. What if I wanted to go Buckus? And then I'll go Walter. <laughs> oh, what the hell? All right. Those are my. I, I, I love. Can I tell you something? I'm sorry yeah. they're in the same thing. I love them both. I know them both. Love them. I got to go Dick Buck because he was my hero. I had his poster on my on my wall when I was in seventh grade, for Christ's sake. He's my guy. That's it. When they wore the long sleeve jerseys, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah. you All can't right. go wrong with either man. I'm going Walter. Yeah. Um, here from Mr. Burley, man. Let's go. I'm I'm afraid that if if I went against Dick Butkus and he heard this podcast, he'd come after me. So, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Ear pick. I'm going to say Dick Butkus. 
All right, I'm upset. That is <laughs> upset. Wow. I'd say so too. All right, Joe yeah. Noah, Robin, Bull versus Bull, Bear versus Bear, oh. Bull versus Bull. Well, first of all, let me just say, Buckus has an award named after him for linebackers in college football. That's so, true. You know, That's true. and he's also the maybe he didn't do coke, so I consider him the greatest defensive player of all time. Also, Walter you could put Payton. Taylor after him. I'm going to go with uh, it was Joakim Noah and who? And Dennis Rodman, two defensive grinders. Rodman, Rodman, Rodman. Yeah, Rodman. I don't know how the fuck Rodman and Noah made it to the top third. Like this, <laughs> whatever. We'll, we'll guess, take it. I think the top half of the because we like guys with heart. True. And, True. But they they were Chicago. They were just yep. tough. I'm gonna. Say I hated top. Rodman with Detroit. I hated him with Detroit when he came to the Bulls. I go, oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe we got yeah. this guy. I couldn't yeah. stand him with the Bulls. Yeah. I'm with Detroit. And I go, oh, my God. And, and he turned out to be so good. So good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rodman's got the rings, too. So I'm saying Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. Rodman. Yeah. Clean sweep. On two teams. On two teams. Uh, Mike, normally you sing for the for the finals. So if you can give us a little. Uh... Fuck. What song do I sing? Um... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, are you taking requests? You want me to sing some Kenny Rogers for you? There you go. You want some Kenny Rogers? No, no it will no. turn you around, turn you around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Final, finals. Uh, Dick, Dick Butkus versus Dennis Rodman. Two tough memes. Oh. Bears versus Bulls. You know why this show's cool? You know why this show's cool? Because we figured out how to get those two guys into the finals. Right. A, a million percent. A million yeah. percent. I also uh, want to see them fight. That would be a cool fight to see in real life. Dennis Rodman versus... Butkus would, Butkus would kill him. Yeah, I think Butkus. We used to have a thing when we were kids. Butkus would kill him. I'll go Butkus as the winner. Oh. Homegrown from Roseland. South side of Chicago, city guy, went to CVS, public high school, went to Illinois. Rodman's from out of town, comes in, does a good job for the Bulls, but helps Michael. But Butkus, his dad worked for the city. Butkus's brothers were movers, for Christ's sake, on the south and east side. I'm just saying. This guy really created the city of Chicago. I got to go with Butkus. Yeah, grew up in Roseland. I don't even know if Lori Lightfoot knows how to get to Roseland, but he grew up in Roseland. No, she she has no idea how to get to Roseland. I, I if I that. said to Lori Lightfoot, take me to 103rd Neverhart, I'd have to take her. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. What, what school did, what high school did he go to? Chicago Vocational. Oh, Vocational City. Southside. Yeah. 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 CBS. Yeah. We CBS. can't take Rodman out of town. Out of town. Um, How about so, Butkus? Butkus, hey, Butkus is not a bad guy to have as your as your number one guy. No, oh, absolutely I, not. In the best 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 Chicago athletes, not named Michael Jordan, Dick Butkus is a very good winner of this bracket. Yeah, and you know what you can do, Mike? You can tell Butkus you push the vote for him. I will won't be mean to you. I will. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> hey, Mister Butkus, please don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the lose another game this year? Probably not, right? Who? The, the White Sox? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go watch them in a little bit, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh, no. I, I like the Moncada. Moncada's coming back, uh-huh. uh, which is good. Uh, they, you know, they're not messing around. Uh, they they sent Berger down. 
They're not playing. Uh, you, you know, Berger, Berger tried, but you know what? Third, he, he was a little challenged with the glove. Not a second baseman. I like yeah. that they're getting their pick. I mean, Lance, is, Lance Lynn's like picking up a guy in a trade when he well, gets so, back. You know? well, that's what I was going to ask you if you, because I feel like we're completely in the blind about Lance Lynn. Like, what? where is he with his rehab? Is he, he's not in, he's not throwing at all right now. I know he's like, like playing catch. He's going to be back in June. In June? Yeah. He'll be that's back in June. They're saying mid-June, early June. So we'll see what happens. But that's still a while away. But that's like picking up a guy in a trade. That's I mean, like that's, picking up a guy in a trade at that time. As far Come as on. I am concerned, last year, Lance Lynn was our number one. And Dylan Cease this year is throwing like a number one. And then we have Lucas Giolito, who we pretend is our number one. I mean – we got three number ones. And then Kopech, if we let him go more than four or five innings, he's a number one. So I, I, See, this, I, is where I teach, this is where I teach you kids to find the fine art of baseball. The two mics. My guys. The Mikey two times. That should be called the Mikey two times show. Like Johnny two times, Mikey two times. So my deal is the Sox don't have a one. They have like three number twos or three number three guys. I yeah. think Giolito, I yeah. think these guys are on number two, but they're good enough as a group. Yeah. You know, you can't really, you can't give, like you said about Giolito, you can't make him a one. You don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Same with the other two guys. You just can't do it. You know, so there's no standout guy, but they're all doing a good job. I like Dylan Cease a lot. Kopik looks good. So we'll see what happens. Well, it's a good thing they got rid of the uh, one the one game wild card game, so we don't have to worry about having a real number one. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say something that might go against what I've always thought, but they want to bring down the pace of I mean, get the pace of play faster. Yeah, I was up the other night. I bet a game, and it went into the tenth inning. I got to be honest with you guys. I'm against every rule change they've had. Tenth mm. inning, I didn't mind the guy on second base. I didn't. You tired? <laughs> I, I've been up, listen. I've watched games in the twenty third inning that I had money on till three in the morning, and and you end up losing. And you stayed up all that time, and then it brings up the pace of play. So I've been watching it. In fact, the White Sox won a game like that. Uh, yeah, they won a the other night. Okay. Yeah, Ray, Ray I said, you know what? It was over. Game's yeah. over in ten innings. It can go eleven, maybe twelve. What do you guys think of that? Uh, I, I like mean, it. I think it speeds you want to go game. back to extra innings? Yeah, no, I'm in. I'm, I'm here I, for extra innings. Yeah, I like I like the runner on second during the regular season in the playoffs. You gotta you gotta have normal. Yeah. I like normal. that. That's I like different. that. Mike. All right, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> All right, uh, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, I wanted yeah. to. Yeah, I want to come on again it. with you guys. Oh, absolutely! I want to come on again. You know, right. we'll make it work. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll have you on sooner than later, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. You Thanks, got a Mike. lot of friends. I'll wait yeah, in line like the rest. See you later. <laughs> all right, I'll see you. Thanks again. Thanks, Bye. guys. All right, guys. Well, uh, that was Mike North. Great interview, uh, Mike. What you think? That was Mike North. This is Mikey Betts, and I'm Mikey D. The Mikeys. Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. I mean, that's the first time we've had three mics on, and only three mics. It's the most Mikey Betts show Mikey Betts show could get. It was intense. Uh, 
Yeah. So next week, guys, we are going to have Mr. Vulgar Chef. Go ahead and give him a follow on Instagram at Vulgar Chef. This guy makes the nastiest foods you can imagine possible. He's made like frozen spaghetti, uh, popsicles. He's made, I mean, just, just go look at his page. It's fucking gnarly. I'll promote it next next week as well. So we're having the vulgar chef on chef on next week. We're going to be having Gary Sheffield jr. On the 23rd. And then that following week, we will be having Kelly in Vegas from Barstool coming on and uh, we'll be talking. So got a, got a pretty loaded, loaded month, May. And uh, just uh, continue to stick out and uh, keep your eyes out. Me and Mike are going to be doing some content. We're going to be going around the ballpark. So if you guys come see us, come say hi, Uh, probably give you a taco. If you, you know, if you say hi, so come say hi and we'll probably give you a taco. And if you say like, Hey, where's my taco? I'm not going to give you one. I'll probably buy you a beer because I don't have tacos. So yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring tacos. Who's your sports guy of the week, Mike, before we go. Uh, Yo, I'm He's back, baby. The Sox are back. Yo, I'm back. He got hit in his first at bat, but that's okay. He's going to hit a home run tonight and win me a lot of money. There you go. That- Mine is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mine's Tony LaRusso. He's gone two years without a DUI. So huge. Yep. Huge. Yep. All right, guys. I think that's it for the Mikey Best Show. Appreciate it. Uh, love you guys, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. summer's day when I thought I'd lay myself down to rest in a big field of tall grass round one I lay there in the sun and felt it caressing my face as I fell asleep and dreamed I dreamed I was in a Hollywood movie And that I was the star of the movie This really blew my mind The fact that me An overfed, long-haired, leaping gnome Should be the star of a Hollywood movie Mm. But there I was Mm. I was taken to a place the Hall of the Mountain King I stood high upon a mountain top Naked to the world In front of Every kind of girl There was long ones Tall ones Short ones Brown ones Black ones Round ones Big ones Crazy ones
What could that mean? Am I going crazy? Or is this just a dream? Now, wait a minute. I know I'm lying in a field of grass somewhere. So it's all in my head. And then... I heard her say... One more time. Fire roaring at my back As she disappeared But soon she returned In her hand was a bottle of wine In the other a glass She poured some of the wine from the bottle into the glass Raised it to her lips And just before she drank it She said Take the wine 